Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how we can talk about Jesus over the holidays. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Lady, and it doesn't seem like it should be. This year has flown by, but the holidays are here. We've got a little over a month where we are taken out of our normal routines and we take some extra time to be with the people we care about. This is also a season where uh, many of us are focused on giving and serving. There are a lot of opportunities to serve our neighbors during this cold season. And it seems that most of us also take this time to reflect on where we are in life. You know, some of us mourn during the season. The holidays can be a difficult time when we remember the family that's no longer here. Others rejoice and use this as a time to pull closer to the family that they have. And still others take these few weeks at the end of the year to look back on what went right and what went wrong in the past year and how they're going to change things for the new year. The bottom line is this is a unique season. People are more open now than really any other time. People are hurting. Some of them are need compassion and support. Some are reflective on what needs to change in their life. And for many, they're focused on their faith during these couple of months. So the holidays, they provide a unique chance to get out of our normal routines and serve our neighbors physically and spiritually, as Christ commanded his disciples, including us to do. That's part of what we need to do to bear fruit for God. So today, that's what we're going to talk about. How can we use this holiday season to tell people about Jesus? And the first step to do this is just slowing down. I know I struggle with this. I turn the most wonderful time of the year into the busiest time of the year, the most hectic time of the year. But I need to open my eyes. I need to realize all of these open doors that I'm walking right past as I rush to get to the end of the hall. It seems like every winter we look forward to relaxing, slowing down, participating in uh, traditions, all the food. But most of the time, we're just trying to juggle all these new commitments that we've made along with our day-to-day -day life, and we wear down. We just try to tread water. But God calls us to something so much better than that. He calls us to seize every opportunity that he provides to bring glory to him. And we can't do that if we're too busy to look up at those opportunities. Uh, Ephesians 5.15 says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, in our context, don't get so distracted by the holidays and the festivities that you forget to make the most of every opportunity that God provides. The first step to talking about Jesus over the holidays is just slowing down long enough to see the opportunities that are there to do it. Second, to be able to share our faith, we have to stop going to war over the non-essentials. We get so caught up with what greeting Starbucks puts on their coffee cups and whether or not we should put a Christmas tree up that we forget that there is a far bigger war being waged for our souls. 
And to the Romans in Romans 14, Paul made it clear that we lose that main battle when we start killing each other over the non-essentials. He writes, receive one who is weak in the faith, but not to disputes over doubtful things. For one believes he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats only vegetables. Let him who eats despise, or let not him who eats despise him who does not eat, and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats, for God has received him. To talk about Jesus, we have to act like him. And Jesus, he didn't get in arguments over technicalities and terminology. He got to the root of the issue, which was ultimately hate. We show our hate for God when we sin. And we show our hate for other people when we don't treat them the way that we would want to be treated. And I think that's why Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Trading hate for love was Christ's focus. That was the core of the issue. And even though the details are important too, he's not belittling that. If we get bogged down in disputes over doubtful things, then we may forget that central message and we'll never get the details right anyway. So remember that as you're talking about Jesus this season, you have to act like him too and stay focused on the big picture. Once you get that right, then you can go to the details. Third, to share our faith this holiday, we need to praise God that people are thinking about him. And I mean this as a very practical step. We need to sit down in prayer And thank God that people who would never be having conversations about Jesus and about the Bible and about God and about faith suddenly are. God deserves praise for that. To him be the glory that people are having casual conversations about giving thanks to God at Thanksgiving and the birth of Messiah at Christmas or wanting a clean slate like only Jesus can offer at New Year's. Maybe their doctrine isn't perfect yet, but we may go knocking on doors all year round and never find an opportunity like this where people are already sitting down in their living rooms and their offices and at the gym talking about God. And I don't think we're going to be able to have any kind of real connection with these neighbors until we realize just how praiseworthy this is. Paul prayed for open doors of opportunity. We should too. And this is God answering that prayer. So often, we almost scold people for thinking about God at the end of the year. We call it superficial. We preach at them that it's not enough to just visit the church once a year, or we pick apart their understanding of the Bible and shame on us for ever allowing ourselves to think that way. We need this practical step of thanking God to remember what an incredible opportunity he's provided. The fourth step is that we should serve people, period. It's easy to get focused on ourselves, on our, our families, even some of the things we're doing with the church at the end of the year, that we forget that God has tasked us with loving and serving our neighbors. First John 4, 12 says, No one has seen God at any time. But if we love one another, God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us. There are people who are struggling during the season and they need God, but they can't see him. And the way God is going to reveal himself to them is through you. Galatians 5, 14 says, for all the law 
is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. This is already a time of giving. There's a lot of charity happening at the end of the year. But remember, it's not just donating a coat or a meal. It's about loving people and finding opportunities to let them see God's love in you. Which leads me to number five. Finally, to share the gospel this holiday season, we need to transition the organic conversations that people are already having about God to talk about our Savior. You know, people, they may be talking about spiritual things this season, but that doesn't mean that they know Jesus yet. At Thanksgiving, we may give thanks at the table, but that doesn't mean that everyone sitting there knows that through Christ we can give thanks in all circumstances because he frees us from the burden of sin. At Christmas time, you may see uh, nativity scenes outside on the lawns or uh, a nativity scene on a, a picture on social media, but that doesn't mean the line is drawn between that baby and a manger and the Savior hanging on a cross for them. At New Year's, people may resolve to have a clean slate, but that doesn't mean they know that the only true fresh start can come from when we're washed in the waters of baptism. So we need to use this season to connect those dots. Take this unique opportunity to tell people about Jesus. The holidays provide a unique chance to get out of our normal routines and connect with people about the gospel, but we've got to slow down. We've got to keep our eye on the big picture. We've got to praise God for the opportunities we have. We have to serve our neighbors, and we have to transition these organic spiritual conversations to ones about Jesus. The only thing left is just the will to try that, to go out on a limb and use this season to glorify our God. I hope you'll try that with me, and that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down, studying God's Word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word, and I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, whether that's Spotify or YouTube. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.